Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Seller Roundtable Extra Session. We are talking with my friend Regina Peterbergsky today about chatbots, but not just chatbots. We're also going to talk about her Amazon story and you know how she got started in e-commerce and why the title of her new chatbot program is uh, is chatbots for tech challenged newbies. <laughs> I absolutely love that name because I feel like so many people are like, you want me to build what? <laughs> so Regina, welcome to the Seller Roundtable. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Amy. It's, it's awesome to be here. And before we carry on with the rest of the conversation, I just wanted to say that it's actually your inspiration that uh, got me to put together that, that training program. So it's, it's all up to you, so thank you. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I mean, hey, I, I, can't, um, I can't take all the credit. You certainly did it, so. <laughs> well, well, yes, but if it wasn't for your sort of poking me, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, giving me a poke just to say, just do it, I, it would never have been done, so, so thank you. You're welcome. Yes, everyone. I, um, I said, hey, Regina, that would be something we'd all like to learn. Why don't you put it in a course? <laughs> yeah. and, mm -hmm. and then, you know, Regina did what Regina does, which is just getting things done. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so Regina, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay. Um, I was born at a very early age. Um, I um, am a oh, ex-refugee. Uh, from the former Soviet Union. We uh, immigrated when I was uh, seven. So technically English is my second language. Um, so I don't, um, and I say that just to say that I don't come from privilege or higher education. I never completed college um, or university only because I was too busy working. I've, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. So I actually went to university twice. Um, <laughs> Um, but was was happier sort of working two or three jobs, making money, making friends. Uh, so I never completed uh, any type of formal training. Um, part, and also partly because I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Um, and I've had, uh, you know, an interesting um, full life um, throughout my life. I've done all sorts of things. I've um, sold cars. I've sold insurance. I spent 10 years traveling for a living as a tour leader, tour director, uh, taking people on holidays all over the world. So that, that was fun. Um, and about 16 years ago, I returned back to Australia where my, my family has continued to live and that's where I'm based now and um, got into retail. So I actually had a women's clothing store uh, for well, ended up 10 years. Uh, as part of that, I had my own design. So I was a fashion designer as well. <laughs> and I use that term very loosely. I sort of always say design um, in the same way that we private label on, uh, on Amazon. We private label in clothing as well. <laughs> so I was actually doing um, private labeling uh, in the fashion uh, field. Um, so I was uh, designing, manufacturing in China, wholesaling here in Australia, 
plus had my own retail store, plus I was importing from Europe um, and doing all of that. And I had a baby uh, at 11 years ago. So I was in my business on my own with a baby and not making a lot of money. Um, so after sort of the, the dust settled, so to speak, with the baby and the baby was weaned, I was looking for opportunities and I, and I knew I wanted to get out of retail fashion. Um, and so I set up a baby clothes uh, website here in Australia. So that was my actually second foray into online. And I built this beautiful, you know, paid somebody a lot of money to build a beautiful um, website and spent a lot of time and money on SEO. And I was ranking on Google here in Australia for all the main keywords and was doing okay. Um, and then, of course, Google changed the algorithm. And uh, <laughs> my tens of thousands of dollars uh, were wiped out, you know, in investment were wiped out. And so if you know anybody who needs baby clothes, I still have a few upstairs in my, uh, in my attic. <laughs> um, and because, you know, I'd been immersing myself into this online world, I got into all sorts of email lists and I kept getting this email uh, every six months or so about this Amazon stuff, selling stuff on Amazon. And of course, here in Australia, and especially sort of six, seven years ago, we didn't really know anything about Amazon. We knew it existed to buy books, but um, that okay. was pretty much my exposure to Amazon. I knew nothing about it. And so after seeing it for the third time, I finally thought, oh, well, let's see what this whole Amazon thing is about. And funnily enough, now this is a story I've never told publicly. At the same time, I was also bidding in an online auction for a dropshipping website. So I was, uh, and it was, would you believe, an adult's toys, adult toys, uh, <laughs> dropshipping website. So he got exclusive. So I was, I was in an online auction to, to buy this dropshipping business. And uh, at the same time, this uh, Amazon opportunity, I'm watching videos. So I sort of, and I was doing this while I was working full-time in my retail store. So I'm watching, you know, so I've got all of this stuff going on and I placed my bid on the website and uh, I said, right, that's my final offer. If I get it, I get it. And that's the direction I'm going. And I got outbid by one person. So I was like, okay, so that's not for me. So I took that same money and invested in the Amazon training program instead. Funnily enough, within 24 hours, the seller of that website got in touch with me to tell me that the other person had pulled out and, you know, I could have that website instead and it was like too late. So I could have been. <laughs> you could have been in the adult toy industry. I could have been in the, in the adult, very adult toy industry. Which, which you There's know. There's the sliding, the sliding doors moment, you know. <laughs> which isn't easier than baby clothes on Google when it comes to advertising. No, that's for sure. True, that's for sure. But it was, but the difference was it was drop shipping. So I wasn't actually, I wouldn't have had oh, a, no uh, a garage full of dildos in my... Uh, <laughs> I love this story. Why have you not told this story publicly before? Oh, I don't know. I, I sort of forget, I forget it. I, I sometimes forget it. it it's, it's funny the, the directions that business goes. So anyway, so the upshot was I invested in my uh, Amazon um, FBA training. Uh, and it was like... And what year was that? What year did you get started? It was in? 2015. So okay. a little and over five years ago. That was ASM5. ASM, for those that, okay. 
Yeah, cool. so it was ASM and it was ASM 5. So and, you were said, learning from ASM, but at the same time, I mean, you had some oh, experience look. in retail. This is not your first time around the block. This is yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, ASM was like your introduction to like- To okay, a channel. It was, it was yes. for me, it was a channel because I already knew about- business i already knew yeah. about sourcing from china that was not scary for you me. you already knew how to run an e-commerce website which a lot of people you know they come on amazon and, and that's such an important skill to have yeah. besides yeah, amazon yeah. I, I understood about customer service because i've been in in retail wholesale so i understood about that i knew a little bit about branding i knew yeah. about you know points of difference but but the amazon training was the missing piece that i didn't know um, so I think I only got about less than halfway through the actual training itself. It was like, okay, this is what you need to do. And, and off I went and, you know, touch, touch wood, um, being able to put all of that stuff together. I was comparatively successful and, uh, I launched my first product in the August of 2015. And by that first sort of Christmas selling, I think December, I did $167,000 in sales in my first December, which was uh, just like, didn't know what hit me. It was unbelievable. And with your, <laughs> that's amazing. With your, I mean, especially for your first product, because so yeah. many of us have that first product story. That's like, like for me, it was the cat toys. I picked these cat yeah. toys out and I'm like, well, this is my niche. And, you know, I was developing my product in there and in that niche. And so I was like, you know, I need a few products to kind of pat around it and it, it was yep. so hard because it was so saturated by the time I got it to market and um and it was not you know that's that's the story that I tell now is my my bad product story because we all have one so I love that oh, you're and, and and here's and I was perfectly expecting to, for it to be because they always say no you send look your first product's going to be your training so I had no expectations and, you know and I sent my my first thousand units in I did a, a launch um because not only was i doing the asm training i had also bought through a rapid crush which is an affiliate and they had their own sort of oh there's my cats coming coming in hello um <laughs> uh, they they had some slightly different um training that i actually really had an affinity for and that made sense to me so they were back then talking about you've got to launch there's no point just getting your product up and waiting for people to buy you've got to do a proper launch and so, you know, I did. I followed the bouncing ball. And back then, I used um, a service called Thomason. Okay, um, yes. And Thomason is still... Yeah, they're, they're still around. They're still around. But, I mean, they've, they've changed their, the nature of the business. I haven't sort of gone in and seen. But it was basically like micro-influencers. And I, and I did like a, a targeted uh, giveaway. But back then, we were doing 99% discount. So, so I did that. And I did a targeted giveaway with my keywords that I was looking for. So I did all, again, the tools we had back then were very different. Yes. So, you know, we're guessing, you know, it was Merchant Words and, and Jungle Scout, which neither of which were particularly accurate. Right. Um, but, you know. <laughs> but hey, you know, I mean, we, hey, at least you know, we, can, we can look back and go, wow, we've come a long way with our tools. Yeah. So, so, so back then, you know, I, I had a, I bought a thousand units of industry and a, a, a inventory and I gave away 100 units and that sort of propelled me and I was scrambling. And this is, this is one of the things that people don't tell you about in most of the trainings is, um, you know, Hey, it was great to be successful, but then I'm scrambling to get inventory to pay. So I then had to find, so I was pulling cash out of my other business to fund, um, 
the inventory. I, I did two more orders before that um, December, like I had to, I had to go in big. Um, and I remember the first, that Black Friday, I'd gone all in, I thought, because I'd, I'd tested in August, I'd sold a thousand units within three weeks. I then got another order of 2000 units. They went pretty quickly. I then took, I think I did 10,000, maybe 5,000, 10,000. I can't remember, but it was a lot, you know, <laughs> of, of inventory that I had to borrow, but I knew it was right. like Christmas coming. So I had to borrow money to, to, to get the inventory. And, you know, obviously it paid off. Um, but I remember that first Black Friday, I sold 200 units in a day. And it was like beyond my wildest dreams. And I don't think I've been happier since, you know, and I've had like my, my best selling day, which you've seen the, the screenshot of, I've done over $250,000 in a day in sales. But that first 200 units was a feeling that I remember I was literally in tears ringing my friends saying, this is going to work. You know, I can tell this is actually going to work. Because <laughs> you were on the struggle bus with the other yeah. businesses and well, you had gone through so much. And look at it, you're home it, with it, the baby. And well, she wasn't a baby by the but, so, but, but here's the comparison. Here's the comparison that I was saying to people. Look, I paid, I can't remember what it was, $5,000 for, for the training. Right. I had my first inventory, was including shipping, was $4,000. And that's what I paid to get into that business. In yep. my retail business, a couple of years earlier, I had paid $250,000 just for fit out, yeah. right? And to build my website, it cost me $30,000 back then. Again, these days, those costs are different, but I would paid $30,000 for a website. So for me, this was like the cheapest, a easiest dream. business opportunity. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, why isn't everybody doing this? You know? <laughs> Well, and you know, you might say that with a similar product today, because Amazon has changed a lot, right? You might say that with a similar product today in 2015, those were like the golden years, right? When we were able to well, look, put anything out there and yeah. it would like, sell like, better than the same type of product might sell now, today. Well, in fact, funnily enough, I've had one of my products that's, you know, related the same has been out of stock for more than six months and I'm just about to get new stock. So it's almost like a brand new one. So I'm going to be testing all my new sort of uh, launch strategies <laughs> in the next uh, few weeks as soon as it lands because it's, it, it may as not, you know, it may as well be a new product. In fact, yes. it's possibly worse because it's got no sales history, but the ASIN's been up for a while. So, uh, so I'll test that, that, that theory out. <laughs> um, yes. But yes, look, look th things are different now. So, so my story has been within 12 months of launch, I'd actually literally closed the doors to my, uh, to my retail business. And I've been full time on Amazon, you know, coming up to four years now. Um, and that's it. So I, I sell, I have um, my main brand that is still selling very much, you know, related products that I started with. And I have two sort of smaller brands that are not really doing anything. You know, again, you know, we all have our failures. <laughs> I don't call them failures. The product's still selling. I'm just not doing a hundred grand a month with them, you know, but they, they, right. they tick across. Um, and um, yeah, so, so that's what I'm doing. And then the last uh, 12, a little bit over 12 months, I decided it was time for me to step up, get public, because I was always very private about what I was doing. Nobody really knew. So really the last 12 months have been more public about my story. I started my podcast, Women on Amazon, um, and my uh, Facebook uh, group. I do a little bit of private coaching. Um, and 
you know, coming on two podcasts and just finished uh, my chatbot training. So that's, that's a little bit of a story. I'm still a solo mum. My daughter is about to turn 11 next week, going on 17. Oh, um. <laughs> yes, I know how that feels. I have a 13 uh, and uh, so, a 10-year-old. Yeah. So, you know, I, I get it. Um, so that's, I mean, it's really cool. I think so many of us start really keeping our heads down, like working in our business. And then yeah. because of this beautiful e-commerce community, we find yeah. ourselves in a position to be able to mentor. And it's yes. so wonderful because all of us were once there. All of exactly. us needed that mentor at some point. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned yeah, you had ASM, but I'm sure you had a lot of mentors along but the way. But I had a, well, you know, and, and I paid, I, I was involved with a mastermind group, which was a, which was a $25,000 a year mastermind group, you know, and I was flying from Australia to Vegas four times a year to, to meet up with those people. So I invested heavily in um, my growth in the business. But, but again, as I said, I'd previously paid $250,000 just for, you know, cur curtains and mannequins and wall paintings and floors. So for me to invest $25,000 in training was not a big deal, given that I was actually making the money. I was not yeah. borrowing the money. I was not borrowing the money to pay for that training, which yep. unfortunately these days, there are some, certainly in Australia, there are people that are encouraging, um, you know, these gurus are encouraging people to borrow money to pay them $25,000 a year for this training. And so I certainly say do not, under any circumstances, put yourself into debt for training. You know, it, unless it's like just basic, basic, but I'm talking about like that really high level coaching. Right. Pay, pay for that when you're making the money. Yeah. Right? And that, when you're going to be able to be there and let it, you know, pour and, yeah. into your business and really exactly. get the benefit out of it. And you're not going to be strapped wondering, how am I going to pay for inventory? How am I going to pay for me to make any money? So along that line, um, so, you know, being a mentor now and, and all of that, there's so many people getting into e-commerce yes. now. So what would you be your advice to people who are just getting started in e-commerce and are just maybe like trying to figure out, you know, either Amazon or any other of these? Look, there's, there's so many different, and, and, and I think that's certainly a, a, a big problem because there's so many shiny objects um, out there. You know, every, every day you get, you get something in your inbox that says, hey, look over here, we, we, we can do it this way. And look over here, you can, and look, and there are so many amazing different ways that you can make money online with, and, and, you know, even just on Amazon, uh, you know, there's at least a dozen different ways you can use the Amazon platform itself, not just private label, which is what I do. Um, so I've been learning about all of those recently. Uh, there's so many different ways. Um, so whether it's e-commerce, drop shipping, uh, Amazon, your own, you know, Shopify, whatever you do, I think my, my main advice would be pick a lane, you know, pick a lane and turn off those shiny object distractions and give it a really good go. You know, make, make yourself a plan because not everything will work, but make yourself a plan and say, okay, for the next X amount of months or years in terms of time or money, I'm going to invest and really make it, make it work. And if it doesn't work after, you know, whatever target it is that I'm aiming for, then start looking for other opportunities. But I think that's a real problem right now is this almost too much choice. And so they're all good. You know, there's nothing wrong with a lot of them. I mean, obviously there is some snake oil out there, but, but there are a lot of really good opportunities. Um, 
at, at some stage you're going to say, well, this one's for me and those ones are not for me. You know, pick a lane. Um, that, that would be my, my, my single biggest advice right now. You know? I think that and, is such good advice because, you know, if we study business, you know, they say so many businesses um, fail after they begin. And most of the reasons we were kind of looking into the reasons for failure and the reasons is either people are not sure they don't have a plan, right? They're not sticking yep. to one thing, right? So they're just kind of losing a lot of money that way. But mm. then the other thing is a lot of people don't see it through. They don't waste, yes. you yep, know, yep. sometimes you have to wait, especially even on Amazon after you launch a product, it, you got to stick with it. You got to keep tweaking. Even if yep. you're on Shopify and you're building a funnel or something like yep. that, you got to keep tweaking the funnel yep. in order for it to work. So same thing, like when we launched our products in the beginning, you know, I didn't know that much about listing optimization or mm. what an impact it would have. And I could have quit. I could have said, yep. oh man, this is not for me. These products aren't selling. But instead I went and found a coach that could help me with listing optimization that could help me with just get some stuff you know, set in Done, place. Yeah. And after that, it did improve and it improved yeah. immensely. And it was, you know, and now pretty much those sales, just like you mentioned, you That's know, kick along and they yep. do their thing. And so I love that piece of advice. I think, you know, there's so many people out there right now trying to discover what it is that they want to do. There's so many mm. opportunities in oh, e-commerce. So many, so many, you know, yeah, and absolutely. I, love, I love learning about the new ones, but I think it's yeah. so cool. So how did you get in? Let's get into the chatbots thing. How did you okay. get into chatbots? <laughs> Goodness me. I was actually having a look at my ManyChat account um, the other day and my very first chatbot was put together with String um, over three years ago. I've got, I've got uh, people in my chatbot list that are over three years old. So that's, you know, in the chatbot world, that's actually pretty, pretty old. And the reason I got into it was I saw some post in some Facebook group with some guy that was doing, hey, you can give away single-use coupons on Facebook without going into Facebook groups um, using, you know, and it was like it was cobbled together using four different um, pieces of software. And, and I took and I thought, oh, okay, that, that looks good. I could give away coupons. You know, I didn't want to pay somebody like Thomas on, and I didn't want to do 99%. I just wanted to do sales, like 10%, 20% type, 30% coupon codes, just to give away. And these were just coupon codes you were creating on Amazon. Yeah, just single, single use, but I didn't want to do group because, you know, like with group codes, they, they get out of control and you don't want to. Um, so, so, so this particular... Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who are listening to the show right now Regina and I are laughing because her cat has been on like next to her this whole time like fluttering her tail right in front of her face and it's just it's been hilarious so, <laughs> um, so there, there he is this is my this is my my boy there he is um, what's his name this is Bowie. Now you can't really see on here. He's called Bowie because he actually has two different colored eyes. He's got one blue eye and one green eye like David Bowie. So. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. The pets of it. Amazon. That's, that's it. <laughs> um, so sweet. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.